was gonna say whenever you throw the backpack in the the uh, car seat, car seat, do you ever get Cheerios stuck to the bottom? Of it? <laughs> oh, really? Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, it's always there's always Cheerios or something in that car seat. <laughs> Your house was being a mess, dude. It's always a mess, but thanks for reminding me. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Yeah. But then there's times where I just don't give a shit. It's an endless battle. Yeah, you kind of gotta give up, give give something up. Then. <laughs> He's been so much. He's been on our nerves so much that I've. Um, I told money today. I, I was like, I, I looked at Lane and I was like, just wait until you have kids. You said it for the first time. I almost started laughing. Oh my god! <laughs> what do you put? How do you react? <laughs> <laughs> so what a day, man! Oh my god! You know, I was thinking about it. It's only it's only eleven forty-five or eleven fifty-one p.m. Ass today. But it was a long day. I mean, it's a long time ago. It was that long. It didn't go by fast. No, it didn't. It didn't. And I think because we started off just going like, straight like to the Like a shot out of a cannon, right? Shot out of a cannon. That was a great, yeah, great day. I'm not sure where to begin. Well, let's start with the call. Okay. So what happened? Well, I've never had a, I haven't had a call like this in probably ten years. Right. So I guess we'll. What? We should just turn the heat off. We should uh, just make it clear what we do. Oh yeah, we're, we're animal control officers. We um. Our main function of the job is really to um, animal cops enforce, yeah, enforce, uh, enforce the laws of the city yeah. based on licensing your dog, uh, current rabies shots, uh, proper animal. care, proper care, you know, yeah, pick up dead animals, pick up stray animals, reunite animals with their owners, answer uh, questions, and then deal with wildlife, deal with wildlife and mm -hmm. injured, you know. The ocean animals and the bird sea animals. You know, I tell people, I just whatever. Just imagine anything that involves an animal. We're there. We had a co we had a cobra call tonight. A call for a cobra. <laughs> this I mean tonight ran the gambit, man. Tonight was from one extreme to the other. I mean, well, you know, the, Do the Dodgers spectrum. have their their you know their opening game. Yeah. Oh, for the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. This was our opening game. Opening game for the summer. Opening season. game. Yeah, opening opening game. Opening the first day of the season. Yeah. Right? Game day. Yeah, we got nailed, dude. We got, good, we got nailed in a good way. But we started off really good. Yeah, we got um, the first call. Oh my God, it's a long story, but we'll make it short. We had this. Um, uh, I have been on. Uh, this is the first call I've been on in probably ten years where I didn't think I could do it. I could. I could rescue the dog. I know. I could rescue the animal. And then the last call was like ten years ago, and we had a kitten stuck behind. I was still training, but there's a kitten stuck behind a fence, and we had to drag it out of the catch pole. But it lived, you know. Anyway, today we had a we had a seventy pound pit bull. Caught between a cinder block retaining wall and a garage. Uh, I mean, oh, an add-on. An add-on garage, yeah, made of cement, you know. So, and this, and I measure with my hand span. My hand span's about nine inches. This, it was not my full hand span. It was probably like seven inches. Yeah, seven inches. Seven inches. I mean, maybe seven on one end and eight and a half on the other. Right. This, this dog walked down, walked, I mean, the alley got narrower and narrower between these two buildings. And he got uh, so he walked. I think he must have been chasing something. Or, That's what I thought too. Yeah, or like, uh, or looking for an escape route maybe right, to get yeah. out of the place. You know. Yeah. Um, so he walked into the eight and a half inch opening. The seventy pound pit bull walked in the, his big old blockhead. He got his head in there, so his body followed. He got about six, seven eighths, seven. I mean, three fourths of the way down there, seven eighths of the way down there. And he, I would think so. And he couldn't move any further. He, that he was couldn't, it. He, he couldn't go any further. By the time we got called, by, by the time we arrived on scene. He must have been there probably 45 minutes already back there an hour if he was a human being he would have died of just fear because he was so claustrophobic stressed out 
So, um, I thought about that though. Well, oh man, if that was me, I'd be freaking. Out. I would be. I would be. I would go like you just, like you can't oh move his head anywhere. It'd be like if both. It would be like if your shoulders were in a vice, and you like you just couldn't go anywhere. You, you know that's how like they you can't even look around. They must torture people that way. Well. Dude, no, I, don't I felt so bad for that. Dog. I, I had to walk away so many times I couldn't stand and look at him. You know, and that's why he was just making this noise, this panting, this this freaking this cry that was just terrible. And you know, eventually, I noticed that his um. He was he was he was kind of a big I mean he had a big like a barrel chest and a big stomach you know I noticed that as he as the time wore on his and after we sedated him too which was your call which was a brilliant call after we sedated him his body began to his legs began to stop supporting his weight and I saw the skin of his body kind of roll, roll up on up. the wall yeah, yeah. It would roll up on the wall and yeah. his body was and I was like holy shit this guy's wedged seriously and that's when I got a serious attack of the uh, hopelessness feeling which never happens I like it's been 10 years since I didn't have hope on a call and I bring you along with me and you bring me along with you I solve calls by myself all the time that I don't ask for help on and I always I walk up there and I know I cannot think the situation because I've seen enough to like do it you know but um this one here man it, 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 I, was, I just remember telling myself like this this one this one's it man I haven't had a call you couldn't like exactly what you said where like Every every call that we pretty much go on, it's it's problem solving, and you 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 have a certain set of tools, and then you have experiences, you know, and you we're we're able to put those together and come up with a solution to get the animal out of whatever or you know rest you know animals in an engine or yeah, kittens totally. in an engine, uh, animals down in sewers. We always have some sort of solution, and you're right though with this one. I just remember looking at the dog going fuck. I don't know what to do for you, buddy. I know. Like, without hurting you anymore, like without choking you and trying to pull you out, I don't know what we can do for you. I actually started thinking about having the fire department come out with that big ass saw and just cutting it out of that wall. wall. I know. I, I was thought, like, we're gonna have to start taking cinder blocks. I out. thought I thought, like, I thought like on a hammer, chisel on a hammer. And then, and then I'm like, well, I can't. That take blocks falling on. I know that take forever. I know. And then, then I, I actually even I considered like letting him die, dude. Or to, like euthanizing him back there or something, you know. I'm like, what else can we do? Because I, I got on top of the wall. We, we had lots of help from citizens. We had like two citizens that like lived there that were helping us like tremendously. But I, I, when I first got there, I put a, I put a leash around his collar and tried to lift up and pull out. I mean, wedge my body in this thin like eight and a half inch gap. And I was on the, I was on the seven inch side at that time and put a rope around his collar and I lift up and pull out. He would not budge, dude. He would not even like budge an inch, you know. So and was heavy and. Well, so, we, what we were talking about earlier, though, just the collaboration with, you know, we called out our our on our veterinarian that works at the shelter, along with another employee from a different department, from a different department within our within our agency, um, and then we, you and I, and then we had neighbors, but it was awesome feeling of just how everything was working together. It was like, you know, it was like, it was like your point about having like a common enemy. We had a common enemy and we nobody did. was infighting. Nobody was. Everybody was taking such good instructions. I was actually, I was, I was telling up, I was telling the vet who's a doctorate, as a doctor, what to do. I mean, like how to, she was like in our environment, you know, and she was listening and she was, and she was so small, she could weigh herself down there, you know? And, and you know, when you see that on the news, when you see like after a hurricane and you see groups of people pulling people out of their homes, you're, there's just there's, that's all that they're focused on. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And and you're like, man, like you don't get it. You don't you don't understand like the intensity of it though. It is intense. And you know what? I also, I mean, when, when I had those moments of like this helplessness feeling, fatigue. I, um, I, I yeah, I'm telling you, I just felt like I didn't I didn't feel like, like sobbing like a big baby. But I just felt like exhausted because I couldn't 
Yeah. It couldn't, I was getting impatient and the dog was panting right behind me and it was just like the sound of like, it was like, it was like that, um, the thing we read about that book where that, that in, in New Orleans, that podcast, remember that in the New Orleans old folks home where this, oh. this, she had to euthanize these people because they couldn't oh, um, carry the fat uh, people down the stairs, uh, remember that, in the Hurricane Katrina? Yeah, on the Radio Lab yeah. podcast. Yeah, so it made me feel like that, you know, she had to, that one guy was on a respirator, she had to like take him off the respirator oh, my and, God. and comb his hair back while he died in front of him. Oh my God. So that's what I it had that same kind of like intensity in me. Yeah, like you're helpless. Yeah. Like, like I felt like I was wasting space at one point where I'm like, I don't know what to do I, I find us I find us both standing around like doing nothing and matter of fact some of the the guy who owned the guy the father of the animal owner came up to me a couple times and said like what are we gonna do what, what time's the back <laughs> when's the back gonna be here and matter of fact well right before I started like having you guys heave ho and free him from his thing which we eventually didn't get him out that was good um, but once right before we start heaving and hoeing he actually said to me so what if this doesn't work? I was like, you better start thinking, man. This is my only idea, right? No, you're I, I, I really got impatient with him because he kept on asking me, like, what time's it back going to be? What time? The dad? Yeah, the dad did. And I said, look, man, you better start thinking of something because this is my only idea. If this doesn't work, we're going to, I don't know. It's and the, I walked the owner's out. dad. Yeah, the owner's dad. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so yeah. uh, we both said we weren't going to drink tonight, but after this crazy day, <laughs> and that was our first call. That was, that, we were there from like, yeah, that's from 4 o'clock until 5.30. That was like, you have those calls that just set the tone for the rest yeah. of the day, and you're like, man. And then you're, it, you know, honestly though, after everything was done, and it was like all this commotion, organized chaos, and then it was like the dog, they took the dog, uh, you know, we got the dog out, uh, they took the dog to the vet. Everyone just kind of dispersed, and then you reflect back on it. It was beautiful. It yeah. was a beautiful thing. It was, it was seamless, wasn't it? It was seamless. You know, actually, we were all, it was such like a uh, anticlimactic breakup because I wanted to go out and have a drink with everybody and take them off for a beer. You know what I mean? It just, I had to see like I had to, just, I had to wave to Doctor Wood and you and Chris I know. as I <laughs> as I just drove off. You know, I was like, man, I want to party. You know. But anyways, so we're doing a beer run. We're doing a beer run. Yeah. We'll bring him with us, huh? We'll bring him with us. This is the first uh, podcast in the in the market. Oh. Okay. I told you guys. Mike and the Drifter agreed we're taking that off from drinking, but after this day, we're gonna. We're drinking all season now. <laughs> no days off. We start the season right here. So, um, to change subjects real quick, we um, we want to. I just love looking at beer selections. Like even when I'm not drinking, I take a month off from drinking. I still go look at beer selections. I told you, it's like it's like artwork, you know. You know. It's gonna be my anniversary here. It's my anniversary. It's twelve o'clock. Oh shit! Yeah, oh, you can't do it. You can't drink too much, huh? Well, I gotta, I gotta get some, some, some things. Oh. Well, I'll just do six packs. I'm still good. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm good with that. I don't need to reload. I got enough at home. Take care of my woes. Whoa, you almost took out a whole selection of wine. <laughs> well here, we'll you know we'll 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 put it on hold. 
Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and do part two. Be right back, guys.